Hey there, welcome to Bible Slash Chat. John. Hey. How are you? Great. This is your first Bible Slash Chat. It is. I see you wore your Bass Pro Shops hat. So I don't have to comb my hair, yeah. <laughs> nice. Well, we are, uh, I, I thought it'd be helpful to have a conversation with you about this, uh, because not only do you have some military background and mm -hmm. some experience there, but also just in some awareness about uh, international things. So I thought it'd be good to have a conversation. Um, the question I want to ask, and we can kind of interact both of us, but what... Um, the question that we want to ask is, how should a Christian view what's happening right now between Israel and Hamas? Mm -hmm. um, obviously, Hamas isn't the Palestinian government, yeah. the Palestinian Authority. Uh, they're obviously anti-Semitic. They're not happy that the Jews are there. They call them colonizers. But they're not, uh, they're not supporting, necessarily, verbally supporting the Hamas atrocities Palestine. that happen. Palestine, yeah, yeah. yeah. The government. Yeah. Um, so we have like a, <clears throat> we essentially have Israel going to war against a a terrorist organization mm -hmm. uh, who's on the ground in Gaza. So that yeah. puts us in a kind of a weird place. Mm -hmm. um, so what, how do we, as Christians, we come to, a, we come to a situation like this. How do we view it? What are some ways that we can think about it? Uh, I mean, there's a lot of dynamics to it. Um, I mean, you and I have mentioned to each other um, that Israel belongs to the Jews. Mm -hmm. So the Lord in his sovereignty, even in today's socio-political settings is able to bestow land rights on a yeah. people and he's done that with Israel. So yeah. they have the right to uh, claim the the land promised to them by the Lord as yeah. he enables them to. The difficulty is that Israel is essentially a secular nation at this point. Yeah. Uh, or we would we would phrase it that way, perhaps like they're very religious at, in their culture. Right. Um, but they don't honor the Lord as he is because yeah. they reject his son. Yeah. Um, so they reject their own Messiah. Right. Um, and in the Lord's sovereignty, he's allowed that for the time being. Um so they, the land belongs to them. We would we have to say um, that it was promised to the Jews in Abraham. Yeah. And um, that hasn't come to fruition yet in physicality. Yeah. So we would still say that they have the right to possess the land and to defend it um, as we would with our own land. Yeah. Uh, the yeah. Lord the Lord supports property rights. Yeah. Um, so there's that dynamic to it. The, the political dynamic of Palestine and Hamas. Um, there is a difficulty, like you were saying, that Hamas is on the ground in Palestine. Officially, the Palestinian government doesn't support Hamas, um, but they don't seem too inclined to stop them from using yeah. their country as a headquarters. Or facilities, yeah. Yeah, or <laughs> even like governmental facilities like schools yeah. um, as headquarters for launching assaults against the Jews and murdering civilians. So at this point, there's already been like 14 Americans killed by yeah. Hamas in Israel. And there's, um, or, yeah, there's something some large number that are in that have, that have been kidnapped as well that are yeah and hamas has said as of last night that they will start systematically executing all of those uh, yeah. hostages so the difficulty for israel uh is that they're not in a position that the west is often in yeah that a, a physically neighboring country is uh harboring whether willingly or otherwise a terrorist organization that is killing yeah. Your own citizens, Your citizens in the numbers of hundreds. And yeah. soon will probably be thousands if they don't decisively act against Hamas. Yeah. 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 And that is that is, I mean, just like in a totally geopolitical sense, the exact same thing effectively happened with Russia and Ukraine, where you have an yeah. outside force that's an aggressor. Granted, it's a larger country than mm -hmm. Hamas, but you have an outside force that's acting effectively as terrorists. They're they're mm -hmm. they're violating the Geneva Convention, killing mm -hmm. uh, like systematically killing innocents and civilians. So you have mm -hmm. Yeah, people doing things that are atrocities, and then that, like the world, sort of came to the defense of the Ukraine in that in that moment, 
while at the same time, I mean, the Ukraine isn't a isn't a Christian nation in any way. Right. And yet, very corrupt. Yeah, very yeah, corrupt. But they weren't the aggressor. Yeah, they're not the yeah. aggressor. So in this case, the aggressor is Hamas. Mm-hmm. So you've heard. So I'm I'm sure you've heard that like actually people people who defend um, defend Hamas's actions or defend mm-hmm. Palestine are saying, well, they're not actually the aggressor. Israel's actually the aggressor. They're colonizers in Palestinian territory. Uh, mm-hmm. Like, how would you respond to that as a Christian? As a Christian, yeah. Uh, well, I mean, just observationally, um, like Israel has an Iron Dome, Palestine doesn't need one. Yeah. There's a reason for that. Yeah. So, like, one is in a defensive posture, yeah, and the other uh, has not felt the need to develop to that. that type of defense system. So, yeah. But as a as a believer, as far as them being colonizers, yeah. Um, I mean, I don't know if I'll hit what you're getting at, but again, I would probably just say that the that that land actually is not. It is Palestine in time and space, right? But in the cosmic reality of the eschatological reality mm-hmm. that the Lord is going to bring out throughout history, that land is not Palestine. Yeah, actually. Yeah, um, and that's actually um, through pe- through pressure from the UN and things like that. Uh, Israel has been um, actually pretty reasonable politically yeah. to not insist on getting their own land back. Right. Um, so, a parallel. A loose parallel that breaks down at some point might be um, like with Native American people in the U.S. um, As much as land was taken unjustly in past generations and really evilly and there was cruelty involved and things like that. um, The the United States wasn't promised to any people. So if another people comes and dominates the United States, my fifth generation, uh, you know, progeny doesn't get to go to them and say, hey, if Mexico took over the U.S., mm-hmm. my fifth generation progeny doesn't get to co- go to Mexico hundreds of, year, of years from now and say, give that back. Yeah. God, my, God gave that to my forefather, John Austin. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. as with Israel, they're not colonizers in the sense that like our ancestors were yeah. in, some sen- in some instances. Um, it, that actually just is theirs yeah. um, into the future of the world. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's helpful. So there... So well, so while we would affirm God's gift of that land to Israel as Christians, as Christians, we what what would you say to people who say like effectively just wholesale support Israel right now? Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, no, no, no. no. That I mean, that was what you said was the right. Well, that was kind of what I was getting at. But then oh, this okay. is like a follow-up. Okay, yeah. I mean, you just can't do that. Uh, yeah. It's not loving Israel to support Israel in the fact that they are wholesale supportive of. Um, of it seems like from an outside perspective homosexuality yeah, yeah. Um, openly expressed in the streets and thing in cities like Tel Aviv yeah. um, and so we it's not loving to affirm that it's not loving for instance in your children to affirm sin right um, so not that we're in authority over Israel but as their as their human neighbors yeah uh, we know Christ and yeah. we know his law and it's it would not be loving if we wholesale blanket statements supported Israel in everything they did so if we did find that they were uh, using excessively cruel methods of war yeah. um, against Hamas, even we would have to say, "Hey, you, that's that does that's not wrong. fit within God's law." Yeah. Um, so, so yeah, in this, in that, that sense, so in that sense, you have two unbelieving groups fighting each other. Yes. As a believer from the outside, you look at that event and you say, "Okay, well, neither of these are believing groups. Both of them have violations. So, mm-hmm. where violations exist, will down will decry the violation." Yeah. Well, at the same time, we can still, still in a sort of like in a 
eschatological sense hold that Israel has the right to the mm -hmm. land. And mm -hmm. so they are acting in a defensive posture for the defense of their people, which we would want to support. And even the yeah. Geneva Convention supports. So, yeah. 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 And any any law that aligns itself with God's justice would allow that, would yeah. allow them to defend themselves. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's their responsibility yeah. to use the sword yeah. for the sake of their citizens. Totally. And to protect their citizens, which yeah. obviously this is, I mean, citizenry are being murdered. I mean, there's yeah. like lots and lots of evidence of that. So, okay, so uh, one other text that came to mind mm -hmm. uh, is Daniel chapter 9, uh, verse 26. It's very interesting. Uh, it's a description of the death of the Messiah mm -hmm. and the invasion of Jerusalem by the Roman forces mm -hmm. uh, in, in 70 AD, uh, which is the last time Israel had the land until 1948. Right. So you have this invasionary force that comes in, the Romans come in, they wipe them out, send them out. Islam starts 600 years later, comes in and effectively takes over that region. But <laughs> it's interesting because it says uh, it's talking about the city and it says the city's end will come with a flood. Even to the end, there will be war. Mm -hmm. Desolations are determined. Very interesting to me that he says, essentially, till the end of time, there's going to be war in that region because yeah. that is just how it works. I mean, mm -hmm. that, that's kind of the confluence of three major world religions and mm -hmm. the people of Israel are God's people and he's put them there for that purpose. Mm -hmm. And yet, and that land belongs to them. And yet war is going to happen there because they're not in submission to their Messiah. So, anyway. yeah. Yeah. And, and, and would you say that, that, that the general ebb and flow throughout history of anti-Semitism is related to that totally the, the conflict yeah. there revolves around the rejection of the jews yeah. yeah yeah there's a general hatred of the jews i think there's general anti-semitism yeah. in the world it's interesting i mean even uh you know i mean like if you get on the news there are pro-palestinian rallies mm -hmm. and people saying they you know they have the right to kill jews mm -hmm. uh, a general I mean, really, the entire region is generally anti-Semitic, uh, mm -hmm. the, the hatred of the nation of Israel. And and if you just look, I mean, if you just hear the rhetoric from like Iran, mm -hmm. uh, all the all the all of the Middle Eastern countries, the rhetoric is anti-Israel, even though there's places where there's like even like like treaties and uh, and interaction happening between Israel and other Arabic oh, nations. Yeah. Yeah. There's still like a general rhetoric that's like we should these people should be killed and they mm -hmm. should be wiped off the face of the earth. So, yeah. 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 Anyway, well, I hope that's helpful for you in thinking through how a Christian could think through this conflict. Uh, obviously, there's a lot of complexity here. And as the situation continues to develop, maybe we'll do some more Bible slash chats. Uh, if you have any other questions, feel free to email us at info at faithbibleoc.org. Thanks so much.